Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Day, I want to welcome you to Super Talk Outdoors, where we celebrate every single Monday the, at lunchtime the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi. Because, as I say every week, we are the capital of the outdoors in America. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi Radio Network. There's nothing like it in the entire United States. Uh, on the Super Talk TV, it's Ceasefire TV. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook or your favorite podcast, uh, you know, it's important to know the date. It is May the 15th, 2023. I especially want to thank the foundation, the sponsor of Super Talk Outdoors. The foundation is focused on important issues about protecting Mississippi's outdoors heritage. Hey, listen, I ran across something the other day, and it actually made me chuckle. I, I shared it on my uh, show on the coast called the Ricky Matthews Show, and it's uh, it was kind of funny. I actually did a little research about it because I was curi- curious who said this. And um, and I think when you hear it, you're going to say, there's a lot of truth to that. But here's what it said. It has, has beautiful mountains in the background, incidentally. And here's, here's what, the, what the saying says. The closer you are to nature, the further you are from idiots. <laughs> that just made me chuckle. But come on now. You, you know that, too. Uh, the, you know, the, 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 the reality is the closer we are to the outdoors, the closer we are to gratitude. I'm actually profoundly honored and, and uh, have gratitude that I get to spend time here on Super Talk Outdoors every Monday with so many dedicated people who are close to nature from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Now, they deeply covet the outdoors, and, and they're dedicated their lives. They've co- completely dedicated their lives to protecting and conserving the resources here in Mississippi that we're all so fortunate to enjoy. And they educate. And from time to time, they lose sleep. They, they do lose sleep when special interests and politics try to change things in a way that's not good for the majority of Mississippians. But that's one of the reasons Super Talk Outdoors is here. And I have, uh, I have the backs of the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. That is for sure. Um, by the way, my views are on, on this show are mine, not those of the foundation. So as, uh, as I said every week, you can count on me to say what needs to be said when it comes to conservation issues in this state, and I am thrilled to be able to do that. Hey, listen, there's a new conservation raffle that's coming out from the foundation that is incredible. A lot of ma- amazing uh, prizes. There's going to be tremendous amount of money raised for to support wildlife conservation in this state. At the beginning of the second half, I'll give you some of the breakdown of what that's all about. So without any further ado, let's move over to my friend, my dear friend, who I've worked with in the community for more years than I, I care to remember, uh, Joe Spragans, uh, retired Brigadier General of the United States Air Force, and now the Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Marine Resources. Joe, how you doing, my friend? I'm good. How are you, Ricky? I'm doing really, really good. Hey, listen, I was thrilled to see 
that the Department of Marine Resources is going to be brought underneath the umbrella now of the, the foundation. So this is a 5013C uh, foundation that provides financial opportunities for organizations like the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, like the Department of Marine uh, Fisheries and Marine Resources. Um, and it's, I, mean, I think it's going to be terrific that you're going to be involved in it. So congratulations on getting put underneath that umbrella. Well, it was a, it was a great honor to be able to uh, put the department. You know, we had a uh, foundation at one time that did not uh, operate the way it should. And uh, so we wanted to be able to look at it. We needed a foundation of some sort, of some way to operate. And uh, talked with a uh, group from uh, Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Foundation. And uh, once we sat down and discussed what DMR and what the Marine Resources side of it would do, they were very appreciative and, uh, you know, opened their arms and said, come on in. We, you know, we think we would uh, have a great time together. And I think it'll be a great uh, partnership. I think we'll work together. We'll work hand in hand. Um, the one thing that they were missing is that. Yeah. You know, yeah. When you think of a wildlife foundation, the one thing they were missing was Department of Marine Resources. And so now we can do a lot of saltwater and other things that are going on. And, um, you know, they do a lot of saltwater uh as far as, uh, you know, when they do their shows, they would go out and go uh, speckle trout or snapper fishing or something. And they do some of that. But uh, this way we can be able to do some others. And uh, the other thing is to educate a lot of people. We want to educate a lot of people on marine resources, and they can do it. We can do it through fundraising and all to be able to do that, which I couldn't do as a department. And they yeah. can do it as a foundation. And uh, maybe even... They to talk. We might even have a governor's fishing tournament. You know, that would that be awesome? I mean, that 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 would be that we 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 actually need to do that. That that is for sure. You know, you see, I talk about it almost weekly on the show that Mississippi is the capital of the outdoors in America because you think about hunting in the Mississippi Delta or just canoeing down you know Pascoola River, the largest undammed waterway in in America, or. You, know, you name it, um, we have the opportunity to really enjoy the outdoors. But when you add the coast to that, the barrier islands and the backwaters of, of coastal Mississippi and the ability for us to leave here and go go tuna fishing and marlin fishing right here from the Mississippi Gulf Coast, when you add up all those attributes together, it, that's why I say it's the capital of the outdoors in America. And the foundation is, is doing multiple things. They're, pro, they're helping to supply money that, that, to, to, to put in the gaps that, in the case of the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and now the Department of Marine Resources, allow you to do some projects you may not have otherwise been able to do. They're deeply, as you pointed out, deeply engaged in education across the spectrum. But especially as it, as it relates to youth, bringing youth into the outdoors. And what a great opportunity for the Department of Marine Resources to, to reach out and, and continue to find ways to get young people involved in the outdoors in Mississippi. But when you think about all this now being put together, um, they're covering all the spectrums now. They've got it from, from the coast to, to the far, farthest reach of the state, north. And, uh, and now um, they can, they can, they can serve in, in a very, very more complete way. And I love the idea of doing some kind of a governor's fish, fishing, you said rodeo or whatever, but it would be a lot of fun, wouldn't it? It would be. And, um, and you know, other things is uh, I was meeting with Don Brazil, uh, the uh, executive director for the foundation uh, this past week. And uh, we were just talking about, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, we could be able to uh have something for maybe teach children how to fish, you know, do some other things like they do with wildlife, we do uh, with hunting and other things. And uh, 
we could also uh, maybe have some scholarships, get into some scholarships and uh, be able to have uh, young men and women go into school to be able to come into marine resources and be able to do biological resources and all. So I think that's great. I think I, I think it's a great marriage, to, if you want to call it or whatever you want to call it, but I, I'm just honored to be a part. And, uh, you know, DMR is honored to be a part. The governor was on board with no problem. And then we're just honored for that they would be willing to let us be a part of it. Hey, listen, Joe, one thing we ought to do for people who live in the northern part of the state who are not familiar with the Department of Marine Resources, even though we've shared some of that here on this show before, they may have missed that. Let's remind people what the Department of Marine Resources is. Well, we're here to enhance, protect, and conserve the natural resources of the Gulf of Mexico. And uh, our job is to be able to make sure that we protect the resources that are there. We have to look at our, our seashore and so how do we protect it? How do we, uh, you know, we're losing 200, about 200 acres a, a year and, uh, you know, just off of the coast itself that just uh, basically eroding. So what do we do? we got to go back and rebuild it. we got to find ways to make it stay uh, where it's at. We have to take care of the resource and make sure that our oyster shrimp or uh, crab, you know, our fish are there. We want to for your great great grandkids to be able to have a place to fish and enjoy life, and we want to protect that. We protect the islands. We protect the uh, resources that are there. And the other thing is, we have marine resource, uh, marine patrol that we want to protect you, and we want to make sure that you're safe on the water. We want to make sure that you have everything and you do the things right, and that everyone is safe and can enjoy themselves. That's a, the meat of it. Hey, listen, uh, I, w- I took my family, I have a large family, in my boat over to watch the uh, the jet display during during the uh, Keesler Field process. The Thunderbirds, as you know, were there. It was awesome. I, we, we anchored just a little bit south of the Beau Rivage. And the and the jets were flying right over the uh, over our boat. It was just incredible. What a what a wonderful opportunity to see the power of the of the uh, U.S. military to go watch something like the Thunderbirds. But on the way back, um, lots and lots and lots of boats. And of course, I had a, quite a few people on my boat. I don't know, fifteen, sixteen people. And um, Marine Patrol came came up, and we slowed down. I put it in neutral. And uh, they said, hello, how you doing? And they just wanted to make sure that we had enough life jackets in the boat to cover everyone that was in the boat. And we obviously did that. And uh, but man, the thing that I noticed about them is they were extremely courteous. They were they were just terrific. And I didn't I didn't introduce myself to them or anything like that. I didn't I didn't say that I had this. I just I'm I'm a citizen and I take it like everybody else takes it. I'm very legal, by the way. I don't do anything illegal when I'm in my boat because I think boater safety is something none of us can take for granted. But um, two guys on their boat and they were, again, incredibly professional. And once again, a great reminder. In fact, I was out boating yesterday and saw a couple of other guys out, out and about and a boat had actually gotten in trouble and needed to get, be towed, and they were helping the, the folks through that process. But we're lucky to have them on the on the backwaters and offshore uh, uh, here in coastal Mississippi, man. The, the uh, Department of Marine Resources and their officers are really important to boater safety. Hey, when we come back on the other side, we'll continue our conversation with Joe Spragans, the executive director of the Department of Marine Resources. We'll see you after this. Mississippi. For 
all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. The 2023 outdoor patio furniture has arrived. We have excellent prices, and Callaway's has the largest in-stock selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's Farmer's Market is open seven days a week. Callaway's has just received another shipment of beautiful tropicals. Kimberly Queen Ferns, three-gallon, ten-inch pots, $12.99. Best price and quality around. We also have blooming hibiscus, alamandas, mandevillas, hanging baskets, and more. Callaway's has a large selection of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, and all on sale. We offer bulk soils for local delivery and pickup. Callaway's Landscape Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. How about something for free from Ag Up Equipment? Get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3E John Deere compact tractor from Ag Up Equipment. Plus zero down and 0% financing for 72 months. Whether you're maintaining your land or tackling new projects, Ag Up has the right equipment for you. Browse online at agup.com. Offer ends 531.23. Some restrictions apply. Subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details. Having any electrical problems? LaValle Electrical Services. We install new switches, breakers, relays, and Kohler generators. LaValle Electrical Services. We handle new lighting fixtures, ceiling fans, electrical outlets, and LED lights. LaValle Electrical Services. 601-228-9969. 601-228-9969. That's 601-228-9969 or online at LaValleServices.com. That's LaValleServices.com. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors, it's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. We have my friend Joe Spragans, who's the executive director of the Bureau uh, Department of Marine Resources. And look, What's interesting about Joe, I, I've said this before, but for people who may have missed the previous times that we've talked, he's a cat with like 20 lives, not nine lives, 20 lives, because he has restated uh, his career more times than I can actually remember. But uh, he had tremendous responsibilities for the National Guard here in uh, Mississippi, and then he had 
uh, responsibility for emergency services at before and after uh, Katrina for Harrison County. What an incredible role he played there. And, um, you know, he's been out in private practice. Now he's the head of the Department of Marine Resources. And I, I joked with him the last time we were on the show together that uh, he could have retired a long, long, long time ago. And, you know, you can remind people what you said then, but what keeps you going, Joe? Well, I, I like to get up every morning and have a challenge. And that's, uh, that's the biggest thing. I see a lot of people in my life, especially my military friends, that just retire and go home and uh, don't live very long. And yeah. uh, so I want something to keep me busy. And uh, plus, I got another thing. You know, if I stay at home every day, I got to work for my wife for free and do something I don't want to do. <laughs> I get. I really get that. Hey, listen. When I retired back in 2016, our friend John Harrison, uh, who, who, as Joe knows, is chairman and uh, CEO of the of Hancock Whitney, really close friend of mine. He said, "Okay, what are you going to do now, Ricky?" And I said, "I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to fish and hunt and enjoy my grandkids." And he just laughed out loud. It took about four years, and uh, Super Talk folks came to me, and one thing led to another. I still consider myself retired, but I really do enjoy doing my show on the coast and doing Super Talk Outdoors because I really enjoy uh, celebrating the outdoors in Mississippi. And I, you know, it's been an honor for me to be able to do that. But Joe, John was right, Joe. I wasn't going to be able to stay away very long. And it's um, the one thing I enjoy most about being a publisher is the, the ability to connect with the community, the, the ability to, to help move things along in our state. And and then in my small way, with my two shows now, I have that opportunity to do that. Hey, listen, one other thing before we move on from the law enforcement part of what the Department of Marine Resources does. You know, Joe, one of the things that's very clear to me, the number of boats on the water in coastal Mississippi has gone up tremendously. I see more sea dews and, and jet skis than I've seen in a long, long, long time. The other thing I see more of, unfortunately, is more drinking, drinking and boating. And that's got to give you guys major concern that we that some people are not putting safety first. It does, and, uh, you know, we try everywhere in the world, and we try to get people to encourage them to understand that, they, you know, it's just like in a car or anything else. You know, you don't want to be drinking excessively and, then, uh, you know, on a boat because it impairs how you operate it. Uh, we try to work with them. We try to do the best we can to help them. Uh, they sum it just like any other times. You know, it's just not going to happen, and, uh, you know, things get uh, out of hand, and uh, we, we have to do what we have to do. But uh, Marine Patrol is trying hard, and uh, you know, and if they see somebody and they think that they're they're doing it, they'll try to help them. They'll try to get them to work it out, you know, and get somebody on the boat that'll drive the boat and make them drive it to a straight place. They'll do everything they can, you know. They're going to do everything they can to help you before they have to do what they do. But uh, but if you're a danger to the people, if you're any type of danger to the people on the border, then we're going to do our job. Yeah, and you have to. Boater safety. As we know, when there's a serious accident here in coastal Mississippi, when it involves a boat, it too often involves a fatality. And and we have to stop that. I mean, there, the water is unforgiving if someone is unconscious and goes into the water. It's just... And and obviously, if we not if we don't have personal flotation devices the way the law requires us to have. But uh, safety first. I, I talk about it almost all the time here on this show. And you know whether we're talking about the, the lakes of Mississippi or here on the coast, uh, butter safety is it has to always be a primary concern. And that's for everyone in the boat, not just the person operating the boat. So if you're, you're in a boat and the person operating the boat is drinking. 
then it's your responsibility to say something. It's your your, your impro- responsibility to do something so that you can make sure that the people in the boat remain safe. I mean, that, I can't I can't really state that enough. Hey, Joe, another area that you guys say grace over is shrimping season. Um, what's the current state of affairs as it relates to this this coming season? Uh, it's looking real good. It's uh, they're they're moving up to around a sixty eight count right now, so that's getting into the number that we like to have around sixty. So we're good. Uh, I think that uh, we have a meeting, matter of fact, after this uh, uh, show with you, and uh, we're going to have a meeting and talk about it. And uh, we might open up uh, next week. Even. You know, it, it might we might open a little early. I don't know. Just uh, just guessing on it. I think that uh, we're looking at it. But we'll definitely be open before the 1st of, uh, of June. But uh, I think we may open in time. And uh, that would be great. Uh, the biggest part, if we open too early next week, we're going to miss the blessing of the fleet. You know, <laughs> you know, they'll open before the blessing of the fleet. So we'll have to look at that too. You know, and um, I think that's set up for Memorial Weekend. Uh, you know, to do it, and so uh, we'll definitely, you know, whatever's good for the uh, industry. We don't want to wait too late to open because the shrimp will move out, and we want right. the smaller boats to be able to catch some. Yes, blessing of the fleet. What a great, what a great uh, part of our heritage here in coastal Mississippi. What a, what a wonderful event that is every year as, as the um, bishop or the monsignor from St. Michael's is there to, to bless the, the, uh, the, the, the shrimp fleet. Uh, in fact, uh, Monsignor Dominic Fulham is my priest at St. Michael's where I, where I go to church and the bishop of the diocese of Biloxi is a really, really close friend of mine. He actually fishes with me, Joe. Uh, he loves to fish, yes. and he can't he can't get enough. And and the, the the arrangement that we have, and he just lives right around the corner from me. But um, but when when he's available, he just sends me a text, and if I'm at the house, we'll go jump in the boat and go have a little bit of fun. You know, running around the house, or, you know, here close to the house, catch some redfish and specks. And that's just kind of the the running agreement that we have. And when we're on the boat, I might add that, you know, you would think, what do you what do you talk about when you're with the bishop? I mean, what what kind of conversations do you have? Um, well, you might surprise you to learn that we don't talk about religion or politics or even current events. We talk about, boy, wasn't that fish awesome? <laughs> Isn't that bird beautiful? I mean, we just enjoy nature together and. Uh, it's a good relief for me, and it's a great relief for him as well. But but the, but the shrimp season is is part of man. There are there are lots. It's an economic value for Coastal Mississippi, obviously, as we well know. But a lot of families depend on you guys getting that right, don't they? They do, and um, you know, and as I said, uh, you know, the full moon or anything else could change the shrimp and move it. The, the tide can move it. So we have to be very careful, and the guys and uh, ladies and gentlemen in DMR that work that every day, they watch every second of it, and they're on it. And uh, as I said, they're meeting right now, or when we'll be meeting after this, and I think that uh, they want to move quickly because they don't want to see them go out because they will move out. They'll move out yeah. quickly. And it's been, it's, you know, what's been. We've talked about this on the show. It's been more of a normal spring, you know, yeah. so, some, you know, some cool days and some hot days, you know, rain, but not too much rain. It's been kind of a normal spring, which is really good for shrimp season, isn't it? It is. It's wonderful, and uh, so I think we'll have a good uh, shrimp season this year, and uh, hopefully, uh, everything will work out. Hey, Joe, in the short time we have left, uh, what's the what's the main thing on your mind these days? Well, we got a, one of my biggest issues is snapper. Yeah, and uh, you know the 
Uh, NOAA has cut us back this year to 60, below 62,000 pounds, in which they're going to try to give us a little bit extra, you know. But uh, the problem is that it's, uh, it's all working off of antiquated systems. It is. It is. Yeah. When you say that we sell 80,000 license a year, and we're going to, and so the people in North Mississippi hunt, uh, take fish every day of snapper season, it's not going to happen. You know, they got over 500 miles to fish. They're not going to do it, or 400. And uh, so, the uh, the issue is uh, they don't have. They, we have the best system in the world, tails and scales, and they just they they're trying to get it, but uh, it just seems like that uh, they they're having a hard time going past the thing to say that this is what we got it here by, and we know and we're going to stay. So it's probably going to force us to do something we don't want to do, and that's that we'll probably come out from under Noah. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and the state legislature has given me the money to do it. And that we will do our own, and we will manage our own, and uh, and that's what Louisiana and that's what Texas does, and it works great for them. And I just thank the legislature and everybody for giving me the opportunity to be able to do that. I hate to do it because I'd rather stay in the system and work it, but uh, unless they can show us something, we're probably going to have to do that. And when we do that, then we'll be able to manage our own resources. Hey, but Joe, you know what's interesting? I go back. Of course, I was the publisher of the Mobile Press Register, and I was also the publisher in New Orleans at the Times Picayune, and then. Longtime publisher here at the Sun Herald. If I had to think about besides insurance, besides insurance, and I'll make that clear, the the the, the other issue that we wrote the most about was red snapper. I mean, and I would ex- I would expect Alabama. I don't know what their current plans are, but certainly back then, they're they're they were looking seriously at doing what you're talking about. Mississippi's going to do now, but. Alabama, it just drives them crazy. Look at the number of artificial reefs that Alabama has off its shore. And there's absolutely no sign that, that there's a the depletion of the resource in any way. If, if anything, it's the best it's ever been. That's what we see in Mississippi as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And just look at Louisiana. Just because they gave them all the extra, they having to go three fish a day just to be able to catch it uh, per person, you know. So, I mean... Yeah. No, it's it, it's there. If we thought we was hurting anything, we'd do different, but we're not. Joe, we're out of time, but it, we'll we'll come back together again and talk more about the snapper because that's an interesting subject that all Mississippians, especially those who come down here to go fishing, might want to learn more about. Anyway, this has been Joe Spragans, Executive Director of the Department of Marine Resources. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. We'll see you after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 92. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 69. Your Tuesday, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly sunny, high near 89. And a look to your Wednesday, a 50% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 81. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Carpet cleaning, all metro. Upholstery cleaning, all metro. Pet stains and odors, all metro. Disinfecting and sanitization, all metro. Family owned since 2010, all metro carpet cleaning is your go-to source for all of your carpet, upholstery, tile, and grout cleaning needs. Rated one of the best carpet cleaners in the Jackson area, all metro carpet cleaning has you covered. Call today for a free estimate or to schedule your cleaning. 601-398-8727 or find us on Facebook. 
You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. TrustCare is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Athletics. When you choose TrustCare for your urgent and primary care, you win. TrustCare clinics are staffed by friendly, experienced providers and open late. Walk in today or schedule your appointment at TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Biloxi leaders are promising change after a violent spring break this year that left one person dead and five injured, including a police officer. Mayor Fofo Gillich will submit a plan to address accountability for future events Tuesday. Under the proposal, the size of the event will determine how far out promoters have to submit applications for permits, which will then go to a special events coordinator for review. City leaders believe these new rules will help to make sure someone is held accountable in the future. A family in Florida says their father is missing and his last known stop was at a gas station in Laurel Wednesday. The Jones County Sheriff's Department has been assisting Francisco Carabella's daughter in the search for her father. He was on his way back from Texas in a white Ford pickup with gold trim. His last transaction was at a Shell station in Laurel Wednesday night. Looking for something fun you and your family can do this weekend? Join Rebecca Turner every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. during Good Things to learn more about statewide events and happenings sponsored by the Mississippi Main Street Association. Help is available if you are impacted by the recent tornadoes that tore through our state. FEMA assistance is available for residents in Carroll, Humphreys, Monroe, Montgomery, Panola, and Sharkey counties. You can apply online by going to disasterassistance.gov. That's disasterassistance.gov. Or you can call 1-800-621-3362. The deadline for you to apply is May 25th, 2023. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. Hey, I'm Steve Azar, and you never know who or what you'll hear when I spend a Mississippi minute with my friends. Just like that muddy river. Moving slow Ain't no hurry To 
Be sure to check out In a Mississippi Minute with me, Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and now available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. I really enjoyed that conversation with uh, Joe uh, Spragans and, and welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. He's the executive director of Department of Marine Resources and uh, super dedicated. It's great to have them underneath the foundation umbrella now. And, uh, you know, the foundation is even more complete and, and more influential than ever as a result of that. Hey, real quick, the conservation raffle that I mentioned at the beginning of the uh, show is a great opportunity for outdoor enthusiasts to win some really big prizes for the good of conservation in this state. So the raffle offers five big-time uh, prizes. One is a $50,000 Ford vehicle voucher. Another is a Legends Hunt with with uh, our friend Cuz Strickland and, and Preston Pittman, an Argentina dove hunt for eight, a 10-day guided African safari, or the ultimate outdoors package filled with amazing uh, items. Uh, but, but obviously, by participating and having the opportunity to win these great prizes, you're, you're really participating in helping protect uh, Mississippi's outdoors heritage for, for many generations to come. So ticket prices are $20 each, 3 for 50 10 for 125 tickets for $150. You can go to MWFP, mwfp.foundationraffle.com, or you can just do a search on it and you'll find it. Uh, the, the last day to buy a ticket is July the 30th. The drawing is going to be on August the 14th at the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science. And uh, it's going to be a really important raffle for uh, the outdoors in this state. So look it up and, uh, and get your ticket. Get your ticket and a chance to win a big one. Anyway, with, uh, with the focus on Mississippi Museum of Natural Science, I'm really thrilled to have my friend, uh, Nicole Smith back. She is a project specialist at the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science, and she's been on the show three or four times. I really enjoyed the time that I have with uh, with Nicole. So, how you doing, my friend? I'm fabulous. Thanks for asking. How are you? <laughs> it's good to see you. Listen, we were chatting before the before we started that there is always something going on. You're either in the midst of a of, a, of an exhibit, bringing one in. Sending one out and bring it, you know, you, you've got a lot going on there, don't you? Yeah, until that cloning project comes through, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be a little bit too busy. But yeah, it's a good problem to have. It, no, it is. It is a great. It is a great problem to have. So as you guys look forward to the kids getting out of school and doing your what you're so dedicated to, which is to bring. Uh, a, 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 the joy of nature and the outdoors to kids. Uh, I bet you guys have a heavy, heavy agenda going forward. We do uh, summer camps coming up, uh, and our, all of our camps are almost full. So, you know, we actually start taking registration in um, March 1st. So you can tell that that's, that's action-packed. Though we do have some specialty camps, and you can see them on our website and register for them. Uh, we've got that. We've got one exhibit leaving that's packed. They're packing it up today from here to there, which we loved. It was a physics uh, exhibit. It was here for like six months. The kids played. The adults had fun. It was wonderful. And now we're getting ready for our new exhibit, Permian Monsters. So this is a life before the dinosaurs, and we are nerding out pretty hard down here and in a good way. So it's great. <laughs> hey, when you and I talked about the physics um, 
display that was going to be out, you know, done. Um, you had big hopes for it. You, you, you knew that this sort of experiential learning opportunity was going to be a, a big one. Sounds like it turned out to be terrific. Oh, it was fantastic. I mean, how many times do you get to sit in a hovercraft and go around and then learn what that means about coefficients of friction? I mean, that's awesome. That's just that's a great day. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is awesome. And tell me more about the, up, the upcoming, the one that you'll be unpacking and, and setting up. Sure. So a lot of people know about dinosaurs, but they don't really know about life before the dinosaurs. Uh, the Permian is a millions of years before we get anywhere near a dinosaur, and this is all the great, 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 great grandcestors to that which would come. Uh, so we're talking about uh, proto-reptiles, para-amphibians, the synapsids, which were the animals that eventually would become the relatives of mammals. So we're looking at like a great deal of variety, and this has original fossil specimens, this has animatronics, it's a mind-bogglingly huge exhibit. It's going to take up most of the um, museum. Uh, we're going to have way too much fun with this because um, this is the Permo, uh, the Permian extinction is the biggest extinction in the history of the world. Ninety uh, percent of all life that was documented at the time uh, went extinct, and that which survived became ultimately the ancestors of all which remained. So it's kind of um, it's an interesting time. It's diverse. There's some uh, great things we can do with volcanoes. Uh, it, I don't know. We're going to have a blast with it. No pun one intended. Things, with volcanoes is, and blasts. But. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to step on you. The, the, the thing that's interesting to me when I think about the dinosaurs is when you put them within the context of time and where they were in time. So that's, that's actually an important part of an exhibit like this, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like Dinosaurs are only... Um, Around 65 million years ago, you know, that's about the last time we really get dinosaurs. Uh, the Permian, we're talking about 200 million years before that. So we're talking about a really great period of time between. Uh, and, and timing's everything. Think when you got early to a party or late to a party. You either got there when it was getting kicked off or it was ending. It, it kind of matters when you arrive. <laughs> Hey, so listen, let's take a step back for a second and remind people, we're, we're going to be, we're actually going to come to this in a second, the Moonlight Music and Meteors event that, that we want to talk about. But, what you know, in your job, just describe your job to the general public, what it is you do and, and why you love it so much. My background is actually in geology and anthropology. So I had been doing uh, some work, some research with that, and I ended up in education. And I kind of love that because I got to share everything I love uh, with people who are willing to listen to it for whatever crazy reason. And uh, so now what I do is create events that have an educational focus, uh, but we do it in a playful way. So my motto is a little science, a lot of fun. And I feel like if you have a really great experience and you learn one, even if it's just one little thing, the next time I see you, you came back. You wanted to learn something new. And so we kind of add to that. And there's a lot of different ways uh, to do that. So there's all different types of learners, and we try to reach anyone and everyone in the most accessible way that we can. That That is so cool. And incidentally, War Eagle. <laughs> she uh, spent some time at the University of Auburn, uh, Auburn University, where my, my son went to school. And uh, in fact, my wife and I and all our kids, except for one, went to Southern Miss. 
Okay. And Justin was going to be the outlier, so he went to university. He went to Auburn University and loved it. It prepared him extremely well. We spent an awful lot of time there while he was there, just soaking up that beautiful campus and enjoying it there. But you, you have a good time there? I did. I learned a lot. Um, I think I'm very blessed in that I had exceptional professors, and I got to study a lot. I have a lot of minors just because I'm that nerd, and I'm like, oh, this looks interesting, and I decided to take some extra classes, but yeah, so I get to use all of it now, so that's kind of (laughs) great. Yeah, he was was very well prepared. He actually works in New York City now for Price Waterhouse. And um, and he looks back at his education in Auburn with incredible. Um, he's he was honored to go there, but he was incredibly prepared uh, when he got into the real world. So I think you know it's good to feel that way about your school, and it's great to feel that way about your education. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So tell me about the inspiration for Moon. Well, first of all, let's talk about Moonlight Music and Meteors, and then we'll talk about the inspiration for. It. But what is it? Okay, I can't stop smiling when I talk about it because it's this exciting to me. Um, last summer, we had this really incredible exhibit called Space, A Journey to the Future. And uh, we did a lot of trainings with uh, NASA specialists, including those that uh, coordinate the education from the James Webb Space Telescope. And we made a lot of new connections and created lots of different types of programs throughout the duration of that event, that exhibit. That started to live in my brain a little longer than usual to the point where I was dreaming, truly literally dreaming about space at night. And one of the dreams I had involved music. I woke up and I'm like, oh, that's a great idea for an event. We need to have a music event, and we need to relate it to astronomy. And um, so I started looking into it, and uh, the Mississippi Symphony Orchestra uh, was very patient with me as they tried to school me on what I needed to uh, learn to host a symphony event. And we found a grant, and that uh, has got from the Mississippi Arts Commission. So we're very blessed that they uh, sponsored this. They decided to fund this as a project. And uh, and also National Endowment for the Arts, so some partial funding that way. And as a result, um, we're able to host this beautiful thing. I had all these great um, solar system ambassadors. NASA's um, volunteer educators are called the solar system ambassadors. And we've got at least three joining us uh, for the night of the event. Uh, we even have, believe it or not, Best Buys coming out because they sell telescopes. So they're going to bring some of their telescopes to demonstrate. And if you're uh, like really committed to buying them, you can do that too. Uh, but it's a great event. And hey, so- hey, Nicole, let's do this. Hold your thought right where you are right there. We'll continue to talk about this new event, Moonlight Music and Meteors. I love the name, incidentally. We'll, we'll talk more about how that got named here in just a second. But when we when we get on the other side, we'll continue our conversation with Nicole Smith. And for, she, she works with the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science. And we'll see you after this.
about something for free from Ag Up Equipment. Get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3E John Deere compact tractor from Ag Up Equipment. Plus zero down and 0% financing for 72 months. Whether you're maintaining your land or tackling new projects, Ag Up has the right equipment for you. Browse online at agup.com. Offer ends 531.23. Some restrictions apply. Subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details. Pinnacle Motors, quality vehicles, affordable prices, and now edge sheds. 8x12 utilities to 16x40 cabins and garages available. Set to be wired, painted, and finished out if need be. Setup and delivery is free and financing is available. Your new go-to for edge sheds is Pinnacle Motors. Off Highway 471, the corner of Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon. Online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Your next garage, utility, building, or cabin is at Pinnacle Motors. We'll see you soon family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like they're so nice and they just they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Bring elegance and beauty to your living space and garden with high-quality fountains and cast stone statuaries from Four Seasons Garden Art located in Crystal Springs. We are the fountain experts with over 300 running fountains and five acres of home and garden products. Let the sound and beauty of a fountain enhance the tranquility of your living space. Four Seasons Garden Art. Visit us at fourseasonsgardenart.net for the availability of products, sales, service, and delivery. We are the fountain experts. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors for the final segment. I always enjoy my time with Nicole Smith. I, honestly, I enjoy my time with every single person that I have the opportunity to visit with weekly from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And, and as I said, I, with a lot of gratitude so much gratitude and i'm honored to have this opportunity to to chat with them and um and to talk about how their passion for nature and the outdoors is literally a, a life's mission for them i mean that's that's that describes you right i mean you're it's a life mission for you isn't it nicole yeah it's not a job it's a calling absolutely well when you dream when you dream about space as a result of something that happens in your job, and then that evolves to a discussion about an event that could involve space and music, and then you start to become a bit of an orchestra uh, event uh, expert as a result of your, your research, and then you ultimately came to this name of this event, Moonlight Music and Meteors. What a beautiful name. Oh, I love the name. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the original date for the event was supposed to be April the 21st, and we selected that for a couple reasons, but the main one was because it was for the Lyrid Meteor Shower. So we were kind of excited about it. We figured out that the symphony would begin playing right at sunset, you know, and then we would kind of conclude with the last notes of the performance ending at about the time that we need to make everything dark because um, light can interfere with sky viewing. So we were going to go completely blank, and then we were going to start viewing the Lyrids. Well, uh, the rain had a better plan, and so we had to <laughs> reschedule it, so we rescheduled it to Sunday. Well, then the weather had a different plan, and it dropped the temperature below 65, which means symphony instruments do not play. So then we changed the day, and it's this Friday, May 19th. Um, right, right. We don't, we don't have a meteor shower now, um, and it's a new moon, which means it's very dark. But that's actually kind of cool for night viewing. And uh, if we're lucky, we might have a view of the Coma Cluster, cluster which is a collection of uh, galaxies. And I don't know, with Jackson's night sky, I don't know how well we'll get to see it, but we're going to have some super fancy telescopes out there, so hopefully we'll see a little something. That, that is so cool. Listen, i tell you just a quick story. About two days after Hurricane Katrina, we still had no power, of course. And my sons and I walked out, and it was just pure devastation around us. And But my son, Justin, was looking up into the sky. And he looked at me, and he said, Dad, what is it about Hurricane Katrina that made the stars so bright? And I explained to him that, you know, you're not used to seeing the sky from here without all this interference of the light and whatever. But to, you know, when you can bring it down to real darkness and then see, look up into a clear sky and see the brilliance of space, um, it, is, it, is, it is transformative. And for him, it was, and my other son as well, Jordan, it was a, they just peered up and said, my gosh, we never realized it was so like this. And we stood out there with this devastation around us and saw this incredible divine you know, moment that we were having. Uh, it's beautiful to be able to have those moments, isn't it? 
It is. Um, my screen just went blank on my computer. Hang on. That's the problem. Uh, it is. It's wonderful. And it, it is a challenge to see uh, the night sky in the city. And it's because of uh, a term that's called light pollution. You know, everything from leaving your porch light on at night to street lights, that, that can be an issue. And it's kind of a hard thing to get around. Um, and we realize that there are going to be challenges with that in this uh, new performance venue called The Den. It's uh, right by that new fancy playground you've seen. And um, this is the inaugural concert event in this space. We've never tried anything exactly like it before. Uh, but to help with the night sky viewing, um, there is there are going to be two particular points in the evening where everything goes dark and we'll give you know all the audience a heads up on how to respond and what to do um we will also have oh i got it right here (laughs) this is so cute now this is what i call the egg Mm -hmm. uh it sort of looks pinkish on the screen but it's actually uh, a shade of red and when you're doing night sky viewing if you need light you need a red light because it, the wavelengths do not interfere with how you perceive um, night, the night sky. It's not going to blind you temporarily before you have to go looking at something. So all of our uh, special exhibitors that are coming, our solar system ambassadors, uh, a couple of uh, astronomers, a physicists, those that are coming, they're going to have these at their stations, and they'll be turned on when it's time to go visit them. So that's kind Nicole, of cool. let's do this. That's this Friday night. We're, we're running out of time. So the Moonlight Music and Meteors event, if they want to get tickets, they can go to the mdwfp.com slash museum or just do a search. Probably the quickest way to get there is Moonlight, Music, and Meteors. How much are the tickets? So right now they're $15 until noon on Thursday. And then at the door, the door, you know, the the event site, uh, $20. Things you need to know, bring a chair or bring a blanket. We will have a concessionaire there. Pig and Pint's going to be there selling food. There's lots of parking. There will be a security directing people on where to park, things to know. And um, have a good time. (laughs) That's it. Hey, this has been Nicole Smith uh, from the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science. Have a great day and stay safe in the outdoors. We'll see you later. Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.